Welcome to Sprinkles in Your Day with your host, Monique. Let's enjoy the day together with inspiration, hope, joy, and love coming your way. Wherever you are, just press play. Relax, sit back, grab a water, smoothie, coffee, or tea. We are here to inspire you to reach for your dreams and your goals while adding some sprinkles along the way. And let's face it, who doesn't love sprinkles on their ice cream, donuts, or cupcakes? It just makes everything taste better. So, without further ado, let's jump in. Please make sure to subscribe or follow and leave me a rating, review, or both. And you can DM me any questions, comments, or suggestions, or if you would like to be a guest on the show. Okay, so when you do that, when you leave a rating, review, when you subscribe, follow, it helps other people to get to find the podcast as well. Okay, so all this information I will leave in the show notes, my email address, as well as all my social media outlets. And please be sure to also share this podcast with a friend, family member, neighbor, or hater, anyone you who you think will be blessed by it. Okay. And I just want to truly say thank you so much for each and every one of you that are tuned in all around the world each time that we comes that we come on it truly makes my day you know it just brings me great joy to know that people are out there listening okay so i truly appreciate each and every one of you and you know continue to just be uplifted and blessed in your soul okay it means so much to me thank you so much you all are winners, our champions, dreamers, achievers, go-getters, all right? So, please, thank you so much, and subscribe, follow. All right, let's go. Here is a role-play interview with Miss Tavi Jevonson who is a writer and magazine editor. So, Tavi, tell us, what did you want to be when you were a child? Well, when I was a child, I always wanted to be an elementary school teacher and also who did theater at night. Wow, that's amazing. And what is your personal or professional motto? do what's in front of you and what is your favorite thing about your workplace well switching between the kitchen table by the window and the cozy desk in the corner and what is the biggest sacrifice you've made in starting or running your business well what would otherwise have been free time like after school or post-graduation, but this is what I wanted to do with my free time. So it doesn't feel like a sacrifice, just non-traditional. Okay, so what does success mean to you? Well, having adequately expressed a thought or feeling, that's what I believe. 
Okay, and name a fear or professional challenge that keeps you up at night. Well, not filling the day as much as I could have. And name the biggest overall lesson that you've learned in running a business. Honor audience feedback, a must. And has learning from a mistake ever led you to success? Well, there are ongoing conversations with rookie readers and it's always valuable to hear what they need more and less of and just learn our blind spots. In moments of self-doubt or adversity, how do you build yourself back up? Well, I believe in self-care, which for me means taking um, walks alone or journaling or just doing yoga. And what quotation or saying inspires and motivates you to be yourself and do what you love? Well, I love this quote by Vivian Gornick. It says, I had always known that life was not appetite and acquisition. In my earnest, angry, good girl way, I pursued meaning. And name your greatest success or something you're most proud of in your business experiences. Rookie yearbooks, one through four. Okay, and which of your traits are you most proud of? I have a physical aversion to wasting time, so it helps to recognize self-doubt as such. And what was the best piece of business advice you were given when you were starting out to own everything? That's the best advice I was given, own everything. And what's the first thing you do every morning to start your day on the right foot? I always have to put on a podcast. I need to be engaged with something and listen to people right away. Same here. I totally feel you on that. And what's your favorite thing to come home to after a long day of work? Let's see. I love Seinfeld and I love cereal. Okay, so name a woman, past or present, whom you admire or look up to. Sally Mann. Thank you so much for that interview, Miss Tavi Jevonson, and we wish you all the best and success with everything. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Roleplay interview with Miss Jody Patterson, who's a beauty entrepreneur from Brooklyn, New York. So, Miss Jody Patterson, so what did you want to be when you were a child? Well, when I was in grade school, I wanted to be a teacher. My mom founded and ran a private school in Harlem and I shadowed her all the time from my perspective. It was the most noble of professions. When I was in high school, I imagined myself just being a businesswoman, working in a skyscraper in a corner office, wearing a chick Donna Karen suit and high heels. I had this idea I'd have a powerful job 
Then after college, all I wanted to do was just be submersed in literature. I thought I'd be a writer. Wow, so name the biggest overall lesson you've learned in running a business. Well, that winners are losers who got back up. Full stop. If you want something, grab it, get it. It's yours. So what was the best piece of business advice you were given when you were starting out? Well, when I was a little girl, my dad told me, your brown skin is so pretty. The world is going to open up for you. What he was saying was not about business and not really anchored in fact. It was about believing in yourself. It gave me such an amazing surge of confidence it left me feeling magical, beautiful, and powerful. What my dad taught me and what I've carried with me into business is the appreciation for my aurora and myself. My best assets cannot be measured or copied or calculated. It's my mojo. I always lay that on the table first. And so what is your favorite thing about your workplace? like your workspace. Well, I work primarily from my home office, and which is in Brooklyn, because I, I love the art on my walls. I have mostly portraits of people I know and some I don't know, but they all inspire me. I stare at them and think about their lives, their conversations, and their dreams. And we've had some great company office spaces in the heart of Soho, but nothing compares to my very personal and productive home office. So what is the biggest sacrifice you've made in starting or running your business? Well, as an entrepreneur, I gave up the cushion when I was director of PR for Zach Posen. Everything was paid for, everything was covered, but I needed to follow my own dreams, so I left. It's been years since someone else paid for my insurance. Now my family pays for health insurance out of pocket. There were years when I was on Medicaid because I couldn't afford private insurance. It simply made more sense for me to cut costs on myself than to do so on my kids. In fact, uh, I birthed all my children without private insurance. It's tricky and time-consuming to navigate the public healthcare arena and to find good doctors who will take time to really care for you. But that's what we do. We figure it out. That's the sacrifice we make to follow our dreams. And so what does success mean to you? Well, we can be eternally working on the dream. And if we love what we're doing, and who we are, then we feel accomplished. So I rely on six touch points to make myself feel whole. as my kids, love, business, health, travel, and spirituality. If I touch them all each day, then in varying intensities, I am successful. So if you were given 100 million dollars would you run your business any differently and how so 
Well, I would hire many more really smart women to deliver in the areas of content and marketing, business development, and research. And I'd invite storytellers to come and share their work with us. And leaders have to nurture health and creativity. So has learning from a mistake ever led you to success? I made the mistake of holding on to a business model that wasn't working for far too long. When I started off in beauty, I opened a boutique in downtown New York City. It was gorgeous and marked a turning point in the industry where global beauty and independent brands began to take center stage. It was 2006 and soon after we launched, the economy tanked and spending habits had shifted. So it proved to be impossible to maintain the store and to grow the business. So we were flat and starting to sink. Kept pushing us to close to close and and then reopen as a digital store I thought that would surely you know just crumble you know like it wouldn't lift off or anything I, I didn't know anything about the digital space how could I succeed plus I thought I'd lost sight of the customer long story short we closed and a few years later I launched Dubop an online beauty destination. It is by far my most successful business to date. Wow, so in moments of self-doubt or adversity, how do you build yourself back up? Well, I'm a mom of five, and so I'm used to disappointment, failure, and drama. It's all a part of life, but those things that often stop people in their tracks those negatives aren't detriments for me i'm no more confident than others i'm just relentless when stuff's you know just start hitting the fan and nothing seems to be working out as planned i find a project to submerse myself in and i love gritty work and whenever i'm up to my nose in it i come out victorious When business has been slow, I've redesigned my website, learned social media, started a blog, found an agent, and written a book. So creativity leads back to the self and makes one better. I create to stay up. Okay, and at what point in your life did you first learn about your field of work? What called you to it? Well, I learned about the business of beauty from a woman named Madam C.J. Walker. She was, you know, of course, you know, we all known about her, heard about her, a black har- harlemate who had made millions by creating a hair relaxer for black women. And she was a pioneer in beauty entrepreneurship. And she launched a a multi-billion dollar hair industry. And she serviced a community through personal experience and approached her business as an expert in that field. And so she was smart and intuitive. 
and had business savvy awesome and um yes i love her as well i spoke about her plenty times for women's history month and so i'm definitely could relate to that and which of your traits are you most proud of well i have two characteristics i love most about myself the first is that i never quit never exceptionally smart people always surround me and typically I'm not the smartest in the room but I have the most grit the most guts and the second trait I love about myself is that I'm an optimistic I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist and I'm always looking ahead with hope awesome and so what's your favorite thing to come home to after a long day of work Well, my kids are the only thing that consistently and effortlessly makes me smile. They relax every inch of tension in my body and bring me back to the woman that I want to be. Amazing. Well, we want to thank you so much, Miss Jodi Patterson, for your interview on today. It was so inspiring. And um, we wish you all the best and continued success with everything. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. We'll be right back after these commercials break. Introducing the Grab Bag Shopping Bag. The Grab Bag is the perfect bag to take with you when you're going shopping. It is reusable and the Grab Bag clips on to the shopping cart. This is the perfect bag for shopping and storing in your trunk. Because of its bottom design, your groceries or other items in the bag should not cause it to spill over. The grab bag is so easy to use and folds flat when not using. It is made from earth-friendly material. It folds flat so you can fit it in your glove box or even your pocketbook. The eco-friendly bag even has a front pocket. Great for storing your coupons, shopping lists, cell phone, or even your wallet. Buy the eco-friendly shopping bags. Grab bags today. Do you belong to a shopping club store where you buy in bulk, but they do not offer any shopping bags when you check out? If so, these bags will come in real handy for you. Just clip them to the cart, do your bulk shopping, and place products inside. Then put bags in your trunk, and when you get home, easily care products indoors. The grab bag is also great for going to the laundromat. Fill one bag with clothes and another bag with the laundry detergent. You are sure to find many ideal reasons to use grab bags. These grab bags even expand, so you should be able to store more items than with any ordinary bag. So what are you waiting for? Order yours today at grabbag.com. That's grabbag.com.
introducing the all-new relief wrap that heats and massages at the same time. This Therapulse is extra long and is worn over the shoulder connected by magnets to help keep it in place. Relief wrap relaxes your back, shoulder, and neck tension. Relief wrap has weighted edges so it stays in place, has an electronic controller that is the LED and a two hour auto shut off. Use it any place. The extra large plush that is soft provides full coverage over your tired and tense areas, relieving symptoms quick with two heat settings and four therapeutic massage options. Treat those muscles that are achy joints will find relief. Sit back, improve circulation, stimulate blood flow, and a whole lot more with the aid of relief wrap. So after a long day at work, or even at school, or being out in the cold, just imagine just how good this extra long massage and heating wrap will feel. Sit back and just watch your favorite TV show, or talk on the phone, or just surf the internet and let the relief wrap help to treat those achy and stressed muscles away. There are plenty of heating pads to choose from, but what makes the relief wrap special and unique is the way you place it over your shoulders and then it goes all the way down your back, covering a large area. The magnets in the front help to keep it in place. And this also makes a great gift for anyone. So what are you waiting for? Order yours today, Relief Wrap. Role-playing interview with Miss Lisa Hunt, who's a designer and artist from Brooklyn, New York. So, Miss Lisa Hunt, what did you want to be when you were a child? Well, I went through several phases as a child. Ballerina, solid, gold dancer, construction worker, bus driver. I remember telling my grandmother I wanted to be an artist and her telling me I would starve. Scared for life, you know, just scarred for life. And I also remember sitting at my bedroom window and watching the construction of a new house next door. And so I was fascinated. And as I watched the construction workers laying bricks that eventually made a wall, I thought, hmm, what an amazing job to be outside all day in the sun, okay, getting dirty and making a house. Like, how cool is that? I'm making something useful with your own two hands like I told my mom I wanted to be a construction worker now as I sit in my sunny studio designing and making with my own two hands useful and beautiful things for the home I can't help but be reminded of my childhood admiration of construction workers wow that is so amazing and what was the best piece of business advice you were given when you were starting out well i'd say the best piece of advice was to be clear on aligning what your business is and how much time you're willing to dedicate to it 
And what is the biggest sacrifice you've made in starting or running your own business? Well, the biggest sacrifice would be time. You know, leisure, leisure your time, you know, time, time with family, with friends and time for yourself. And what does success mean to you? Success means to me is that the ability to work toward your dreams while being appreciative of and present where you are. You have to enjoy the journey because life is too short not to. So true. And so name a fear or professional challenge that keeps you up at night. Well, I was really shy as a child and at times I can still be an introvert. My father was in the Air Force and we moved around a lot, so I was always the new girl. My way of coping was to blend in and to just be observant. As a business owner, I know the importance of being able to network and make personal connections with your customers is something I work on every day. Right? And so name the biggest overall lesson that you've learned in running a business. Well, you have to trust your instincts. There's nothing worse than realizing that your first instincts were right and that second guessing had led to a costly mistake. See, as women, we're taught to second guess ourselves and to look to others for direction and guidance. Most times in my my inner voice tells me in a flash what I want and need and to whom to trust. So I'm learning to honor that inner voice. And what quotation or saying inspires and motivates you to be yourself and do what you love? Well, my mother always told me to be true to myself. And that stuck with me and helps me in my vision for my company. Now, of course, it's important to know who your true self is and to like her, to like her a lot and honor her and make friends with her, support her, give her a break when she needs one, and love her unconditionally. And what is your personal or professional model? Not to take myself too seriously and to remember to laugh and have fun. Okay, and what, what's your favorite thing to come home to after a long day of work? My couch. Yes, I love my couch. I bought her about 15 years ago and she's hanging in there. And so she's big and cushy and perfect for napping. She's seen me through a lot of ups and downs over the years. So yeah, awesome. And and if you were magically given three more hours per day, what would you do with them? I would be more physically active. I spend a lot of hours in front of a desk and riding my bike or even taking a walk is a luxury that I would like to allow myself. And so in moments of self-doubt or adversity, how do you build yourself back up? Well, I am nothing if I'm not resilient. You know, I've nurtured the ability to feel nervous, but jump in anyway and know that 
if I make a mistake or a misjudgment, I have the smarts to work things out. It wasn't always like that. With age comes wisdom. Awesome. And we want to thank you so much for this amazing interview, Miss Lisa Hunt. And we wish you all the best and success with everything. Thank you so much for having me. It was truly a pleasure. role-playing interview with Miss Malene Barnett, who's a textile designer from Brooklyn, New York. So, Miss Marlene Barnett, thank you for coming on the show today. And we want to know, the first question is, what did you want to be when you were a child? Well, when I was in the third grade, my mother enrolled me in a program for artistically gifted children, and I played the violin and piano, and I danced as well. And so back then, I really wanted to be a dancer, perhaps because my younger sister and I, we love music videos and practice reenacting the choreography. So eventually, I dropped the violin and piano, and after... I just discovered my true passion, which is art, and I only danced for fun. Wow, and so what was the best piece of advice, business advice that you were given when you were starting out? Well, I have been bootstrapping my business, Malene B, from the start, and after operating for a few years, I had the opportunity to introduce my growth strategy to angle investors and so one of those investors had advised me to continue bootstrapping and not partner with the investor sharing that once the big deal came through the money would be all mine and so to this day her advice is still sage and my business continues to grow organically with me reaping its benefits. So what is your favorite thing about your workspace? Well, my favorite thing about my workspace is my home office is in a Queen Anne style townhouse um, in Brooklyn, New York. And so as was a a third bedroom um, that I had converted to an open loft space. And so my walls are painted in shades of tangerine. So even in the middle of winter, it looks and feels like summer. That is the feel that I wanted it to, to have, the vibe that I wanted to have. Wow, that's amazing. And yeah, that's a beautiful color, you know, tangerine. I love that too. And um yeah just something bright you know always want to have even when it's raining outside just still bright and you know sun shining on the inside and so what does success mean to you well success is living my life based on purpose every day I feel successful because I wake up doing what I love to do and my greatest hope is that my work and life inspires others to live out their passions as well. Awesome. And name the biggest overall lesson that you've learned in running a business. 
Well, I have learned that making beautiful products is great, but if they don't sell, then you don't have a business that's really a hobby. And so the design business is not about creating the best design, but rather it's about creating design solutions for people who seek to live a certain way. Understanding this has taught me to remove my personal tastes from creating and instead look at my talent as a tool to share with our global community. And so what quotation or saying inspires and motivates you to be yourself and do what you love? Well, success occurs when preparation meets opportunity. So with this as a mantra, I continue to prepare my business so it can be ready for boundless opportunities. And so what tool or object or ritual could you not live without in your work day? Well, my iPhone. Okay, my iPhone. I use my phone to access files, to post to social media, to take pictures, to listen to music. The list is endless. Okay, so I don't know how I did it um, or how would I do without, you know, having my mobile device, you know, on hand at all times. Okay, and so I hear you with that. And um, if you were magically given three more hours per day, what would you do with them? Let's see, I would play my favorite reggae and soca songs and then freestyle design whatever comes to mind. Awesome. And we want to thank you so much, Miss Malene Barnett, for coming on the show today for such an amazing interview. We want to wish you all the best and continued success with everything. Thank you so much for having me. And it was a pleasure to be here and all the best and success with you and your podcast and everything as well. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a blessed one. You too. Thanks. When reaching for our dreams and goals, we want to think about falling forward, not falling backward and then staying back. No, but fall forward because you can continue to get up and keep moving forward. Keep moving towards your dreams and your goals in life and going after that vision that God placed on your life that he gave you. You see, Denzel Washington had a difficult time finding his career path. When he enrolled in college, he decided to major in pre-med. Then he changed to political science and then pre-law. And then he discovered that he wasn't doctor material or lawyer material. So he started studying journalism. However, with no academic focus, his grades began to decline and the university actually recommended that he take some time off. Although Denzel had worked odd jobs from a factory to a post office to waste management just to make ends meet, he kept his faith along the way. Slowly but surely, he fell in love with acting. Even though he he finally discovered his true passion, It wasn't paved with gold. He had many failures along the way, but he described them as falling forward. Denzel said every failure is simply one step closer to success. 
everyone fails at times in life. We have to accept that it's part of the journey to success and it's part of your story. Every step of failure had led Denzel to a massive journey of success. He's won several Oscars and is one of the most respected actors in Hollywood. Washington had said, when you go through life feeling scared or insecure, remember to not only take risks, but to be open to life, to accept new views and to be open to new opinions. While it may be frightening, it will also be rewarding. Because the chances you take, the people you meet, the people that you love, the faith that you have, that's what's going to define your life. Never be discouraged. Never hold back. Give everything that you've got. Remember this. Fall forward. So we know that, listen, it can be frustrating when you're waiting on a dream, on a you know, vision to come to pass, you know, to, you waiting for it to, to manifest, to flourish, you know, but don't start questioning God or trying to figure out how to help him. We tend to do that at times, right? But we know nothing good grows overnight. It is a process. It's a process. And, you know, you can still pursue your passion in the process. Don't give up in the process, Still keep your joy and peace in the process. Still keep motivated through the process. You know, put your complete trust in God's timing. And it will eliminate all, you know, frustration and worry. And, you know, all anxieties that you might have. You know, God will cause those those dreams and those goals to manifest at the right time. He will open the right doors for you to meet the right people, the right the resources, that he already have waiting for you you know and just keep on believing and just know that if you've experienced letdown after letdown just remember that you're one step closer to success keep saying that to yourself every day that i am one step closer to success i am one step closer to my dreams and my goals keep pushing forward keep moving forward fall forward because you can always get back up don't give up You're walking in your testimony right now. Fall forward. Keep moving forward in faith. God's got you. God believes in you and I do too. Continue because anything is possible when you believe in yourself and you believe in your dreams and your goals. And God's word says in Galatians 6 verse 9, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I am declaration. I am walking in purpose and living my dreams. I am a breathing example of faith. I am creative, innovative, and full of energy. I am organized in my time, thoughts, and efforts. I am courageous, clear, and productive each day. I am blessed with supportive and healthy friendships and relationships. I am continuously walking in God's favor and peace. I am financially, spiritually, mentally, and physically healthy and wealthy. I am stress-free, happy, peaceful, grateful, and successful.
Well, that concludes today's episode. I hope and pray that your soul was just blessed and uplifted by today's podcast. And again, you can catch me back on next time, okay? So you all continue to stay blessed, stay healthy, stay safe. Smile, Jesus loves you, and I do too. This is your girl Monique signing off and sprinkles in your day. Peace and love. At Education Connection, study anywhere, study anytime, stream your studies. Join the millions earning their degrees online. Seven million undergraduate and graduate students were enrolled in some form of online education in 2019. And 32.6% of graduate students were enrolled exclusively in online courses in 2019. 91% of online students said they prefer some form of online education, over 100% in class study. So on Education Connect, you can earn your degree anywhere you want to be. Sometimes you may be unable to attend a school in person to earn your degree, but that's okay because with online programs, you could stream your studies from anywhere. Studying online could bring you that much closer toward achieving your education goals. Students who recently participated in online education agreed that online studies enabled them to complete their studies faster and they acquired the specific skills they needed to enter their intended field and also their online education was worth the cost. So there's also flexibility Flexible online course scheduling typically allows you to study while balancing your current responsibilities like work and family. Also, accreditation. Well, only they'll match you to accredited schools. The U.S. Department of Education requires all schools participating in federal student aid programs to be accredited. Financial aid may be available to those who qualify. And then there's also the connection. Join the conversation with your classmates and professors through video and online education technology that helps keep you engaged in the viral classroom. So all you have to do is answer a few questions, get matched to schools, and get connected for free. So what are you waiting for? Go to www.educationconnection.com.